Good afternoon, Patriots. And it's Monday, August 8th in the year 2022. And the insanity continues if you haven't been paying attention to what went on over the weekends. And we're going to get apparently 87,000 more IRS agents. That's kind of on par with getting a bag, a bag of ticks and fleas to stick into your underpants. It's about that enjoyable. And they're here along with when you bring in IRS, it's always also like bringing in toe fungus and other things that go with that that are just ugly. <clears throat> I'll tell you right now. Patriots, make sure you're taking good care of your health and boosting your immune system. This time is a time of stress, and we've got to make sure that our immune systems are strong. We are surrounded by the stresses and the environmental issues that are challenging our immune systems. And keeping our immune systems strong is essential to maintaining a strong position in this fight. Expedition Coffee was designed specifically to not only give you that energy boost you need that will sustain you across the entire day while boosting your immune system and help maintain a mental focus throughout the day. You can find Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee at expeditioncoffee.com. And there you'll also find a full range of products that are designed to work as a full health ecosystem, all designed to reclaim your personal health sovereignty. Those products include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut is one of the critical causes of sickness in our nation. You also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. Earth, which is a nutrient powder, giving your body a full complement of nutrients you need. Just mix it with water, drink it like a shake. Do that once a day. And Pure 47, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market that can isolate most of the pathogens that you'll encounter. The products on ExpeditionCoffee.com are all designed to give you back the strength in your immune system to not only endure the challenges to the immune system, but to dominate and to rise above to reclaim your true health sovereignty. So check out Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. All right, Patriots. So just so we understand, there was a vote over the weekend in the Senate that uh, Kamala Harris, uh, the mattress back, decided to break the tie vote so that they could spend more money and destroy the economy more and bring in more fascist agents into the government, which is exactly what we don't need. And if you're ever wondering if that was a surprise or should come as a surprise, I'll say, nope, someone else predicted it quite some time ago. Success is going to bring us together. We are on the road to success, but I'm cutting taxes and he wants to raise everybody's taxes and he wants to put new regulations on everything. He will kill it. If he gets in, you will have a depression, the likes of which you've never seen. Your 401ks will go to hell and it'll be a very, very sad day for this country. Yeah, I kind of been saying that about the 401k part. (laughs) I would just really keep saying it. Get your money out of the stock market. That's all I'm going to tell you because it's bad. You know, here's the thing that's so insidious about this. So you have right now a lot going on with oil and gas. And I don't know if you've heard, but the shale industry is not going to increase production. We've got unlimited amount of shale because Wall Street is demanding payback for their investment. So I'll just read you a couple paragraphs here from an article that came up this morning in Zero Hedge titled U.S. Shale Defy Calls to Boost Output as they funnel profits to shareholders. U.S. shale is still acting with restraint in terms of production growth despite President Biden's calls to increase supplies to squash energy prices that were driven up due to soaring demand. 
decarbonization efforts, lack of refinery capacity, limited spare capacity, and, of course, geopolitical uncertainty surrounding Russia's invasion of Ukraine. ConocoPhillips, Pioneer Natural Resources, and Devon Energy recorded soaring profits in the second quarter, though many of these top shale oil and gas producers were reluctant to boost capital spending to increase output despite elevated prices for crude, according to the Financial Times. Executives of these companies are under pressure from Wall Street to return record profits in the form of dividends and share buybacks to investors rather than increase capital expenditures to boost production. It comes after years of burning cash and issuing equity to survive the multiple boom-bust cycles that paralyzed the shale industry. I don't think there is a better example of Ouroboros, which if you don't know what that is, that's the snake eating its tail. So I just say this because I have been, I am an anti-401k, anti-investment Wall Street person. I believe in hard assets. I've said that all along. Remember, I don't wear a white coat, I don't play a doctor, and I'm not an investment advisor and I don't play one on TV, but I'm going to give you my opinion. The bottom line here is that people keep investing in business to return profit and then they turn around and wonder why things aren't changing. See, investors want their return back, and then they're like, yeah, but oil cap, oil prices are high. Yeah, they are. And those that have invested in it are the main problem because they're demanding a return on their investment at a time when we need to be worrying about getting more supplies up. And you're going to hear people say, well, that's just the way it is because I gave them my money. Then you know what? This is how the system keeps everybody bound in chains. Those that are making money off the backs of the workers and off the backs of these companies with interest that is in the form of dividends are causing as much of the problem as anything. Get your money out of the Wall Street. Get your money out of the trap of Satan. That's literally what it is. It's Lucifer's playground. It's where Babylon is center pointed right there in Wall Street. It is not a place to play, and I absolutely do not agree. I object completely, 100%, morally, ethically, the whole thing on the idea of putting money in to make money out of nothing because your efforts are zero. I don't care if somebody tells me I spend all day researching. You're not producing anything. You're making the the money off the back of other people. Get it out of the stock market. Wall Street can go away as far as I'm concerned. It is absolutely Babylon center point. It's nuts. What can you say, though? People are going to have to learn the hard way, and probably the hard way as we know it, is not going to be the pretty way. It's going to be the way that sucks. But like they say, embrace the suck. Get a spine. Stand up to it because it is unbelievable the times we live in. We are continuing to see, oh, by the way, Olivia Newton-John died today. All of a sudden. You ever know, have you noticed how all of these stars keep dropping dead? It's kind of weird. Olivia Newton-John dead at 73. Someone's going to say, well, she was just getting old. Okay. Like, how many others are getting old at the same time, all dropping dead around the same time? Hmm. I'm sure it has nothing to do with that vax. i just saying. Probably has nothing to do with it at all. So, anyway, Patriots, it is 11 minutes after the hour, and it is time for us to wait some spiritual warfare. So let's buckle up. Prayers up. Let's go. Father, we come to you today, and we're going to drop some heavy-duty prayer bombs today. Prayer bombs, because we're going to go right for the enemy strongholds. And what we're going to pray for today, Father, is we're going to put our prayers out there for the enemies and the fools that are part of Babylon to start seeing the light and love of Jesus. We know that Christ can save. We know that Christ can transform hearts. 
And we have a whole bunch of fools out here that think that money's the answer. And whether that's those that are in their homes grinding their hands, wringing their hands about how much more money they can grub away, or whether it's the fools of Wall Street that keep keep seeking more profit for their balances and their hedge funds to try to make more money for themselves and a few select around them without any concern for the welfare of the people. Father, we know that this system is completely inverted. This system is based and centered on the me religion, the idea that what's good for me is fine as long as it doesn't affect me, you can do what you want. Rules for thee, not for me. And it's an entire concept that ignores the gifts that you give, the glory that you share, and how misused it is when it comes into this world. Father, we pray right now deeply for those in all places in life, in particular those in the center of finance and control, to start seeing the power of Jesus and realizing where all of this comes from. We have no issue with wealth. None. That's part of the world in which it works. But when we have issue, what we take issue with is the worship of wealth and the worship of self and the worship of everything at the expense of others. Father, we just pray for a reason to settle into the hearts of the many, to start understanding compassion, getting compassion back in their lives, to be touched by the true power of Jesus that reminds us of passion, reminds us of simplicity, reminds us of caring for one another, reminds us of paying forward, not, not hoarding away, building your bunkers in your 75,000 cans of tuna that apparently you're going to eat when the world falls apart. And though, Father, perhaps we exaggerate slightly, I mean, the fact is that there is so much mentality in our world right now about worrying about the me rather than trusting in you. So, Father, we just we pray for the many to start putting eyes on Christ and through Christ to you, Father, to start remembering what the purpose of being here is, to start building a better world. And as we work together, we accomplish that. And these, are, these unsadly, are seen too often as idyllic and optimistic views, and yet we know at the heart and soul of all human beings, real ones, that that is a true nature of who we are. When we start to work together, give care for our neighbors, love thy neighbors as we would love ourselves, take care and protect the innocent. So we pray for that power today, Father. We pray for that opening in hearts to crack the hardness around people's hearts, whether it's fear, greed, anger, hatred, This nation needs a healing, a healing at its very center core. We know that politics are symptoms of a greater disease. Those politics at at the center of all of that is the moral bankruptcy of a nation, a nation that still seeks by many to have abortion as an option. No other animal on the face of the earth seeks abortion except humans, and humans are blessed greatly just by virtue of you being our father, and yet so many seek to destroy creation. We have the greed that consumes people still of wanting to tuck away money and pile it up and, and consume as much as they can. That needs to be tempered. And we've lost the whole principle of sowing seeds. We know very well that when we sow seeds, we're sowing into a garden to see the bounty that we have received, and that in itself is wealth. But in our world, Father, sadly, Wealth is defined by one mechanism, the almighty dollar, which is proving again and again to start to fall and have no value whatsoever. 
But Father, we just we just pray for the power of reason and the power of grace to settle in on people's hearts. And most importantly, compassion, again, for the many out here to start understanding what it is that we're given and that we are to steward this wealth. No matter what our rank is in, in wealth stratification, it doesn't matter. You've given us each what we need for each of us to steward as we must. We are entering a time in this world, not just in the United States, but in this world where we will be facing crises upon crises at the center point of fundamentally the basic things. Food, water, shelter. And this is all being obscured right now through personal panic and fear of hoarding and wondering what's going to happen next and if the economy is going to go into a depression. And nobody wants to own the fact that we are the problem as much as any. As we begin to change our direction, Father, put our eyes back on you, follow our hearts as you guide us, we begin to see a balance return to the world. And to get through this, we are going to have to work together. We are going to have to find a way to bridge the differences, to heal this nation deeply, to heal through the healing of this nation, to heal the world. So again, we pray for compassion, compassion to bring us back to a place where we have eyes for others, not just eyes for our own pocketbook, not just eyes for our own toys and our, our own obsessions of wealth, but eyes for others. To remember that as you give us what you provide for us, we must steward, and as you give us more, more will be expected as well. So, Father, in this time, we just pray again for this shaking of this nation and shaking of the world to break people from their comas, to break people from their obsession of me, to break people from their consumption of things and instead put the value and truth where it needs to be, centered on Christ and through Christ to you, Father. Guide us in these times. Protect us in these times. Give us wisdom that we need to see clearly in each of our steps, Father. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. It really isn't difficult, but boy, do we make it difficult. Man, I'm telling you. So I have something here I want to play for you. It's really fantastic. And you have most likely have heard this and just like foreshadowing. I'm going to play it again tonight. This is Ron Paul's speech from 2009 called What If? And it's something I think we all need to reflect on. I'm sure Ron Paul's what if speech has made its proper rounds of circulation on the internet, but just in case you haven't heard it, I'm going to play it for you. I have a few questions for my uh, colleagues. What if our foreign policy of the past century is deeply flawed and has not served our national security interests? What if we wake up one day and realize that the terrorist threat is a predictable consequence of our meddling in the affairs of others and has nothing to do with us being free and prosperous. What if propping up regime, repressive regimes in the Middle East endangers both the United States and Israel? What if occupying countries like Iraq and Afghanistan and bombing Pakistan is directly related to the hatred directed toward us? What if someday it dawns on us that losing over 5,000 American military personnel in the Middle East since 9-11 is not a fair trade-off for the loss of nearly 3,000 American citizens, no matter how many Iraqi, Pakistani, and Afghan people are killed or displaced. 
What if we finally decide that torture, even if called enhanced interrogation technique, is self-destructive and produces no useful information and that contracting it out to a third world nation is just as evil? What if it is finally realized that war and military spending is always destructive to the economy? What if all wartime spending is paid for through the deceitful and evil process of inflating and borrowing? What if we finally see that wartime conditions always undermine personal liberty? What if conservatives who preach small government wake up and realize that our interventionist foreign policy provides the greatest incentive to expand the government? What if conservatives understood once again that their only logical position is to reject military intervention and managing an empire throughout the world? What if the American people woke up and understood that the official reasons for going to war are almost always based on lies and promoted by war propaganda in order to serve special interests? What if we as a nation came to realize that the quest for empire eventually destroys all great nations? What if Obama has no intention of leaving Iraq? What if a military draft is being planned for for the wars that will spread if our foreign policy is not changed? What if the American people learn the truth? That our foreign policy has nothing to do with national security, that it never changes from one administration to the next? What if war and preparation for war is a racket serving the special interests? What if President Obama is completely wrong about Afghanistan and turns out worse than Iraq and Vietnam put together? What if Christianity actually teaches peace and not preventive wars of aggression? What if diplomacy is found to be superior to bombs and bribes in protecting America? What happens if my concerns are completely unfounded? Nothing. But what happens if my concerns are justified and ignored? Nothing good. And I yield back the balance of my time. And there you have it. One of the great speeches of our modern time. And the amazing thing is, and I'm going to be honest, I've always been a little bit cautious of Ron Paul. Ron Paul. I mean, it's, um, I, I have a lot of respect for Ron Paul, but it, it's not a person that resonated. I listened to that speech earlier today and I was like, man, did this guy nail it where we are today is a completely different place. If we've been following this path through Christ and the awakening, and it's not just an awakening of knowledge. It's an awakening of spirit, truly a deep soul and spiritual awakening is happening in this nation. And I I do think we need to give credit to that. It's many times we forget. I had a, an amazing interview today, which we'll post probably next Monday. I'll let you know, but with Pastor Travis Graham from Thomaston, Georgia. And we talked a lot about this and this awakening that's happening in very unique places. God is moving, and there's so much awakening to the love of Jesus across this world. We may not see it in the pews. And in the good churches, sadly, many, many of the smaller good churches are not seeing their congregations grow. We do see some congregations grow, but I'm more focused on the rural country churches. But still, who are there are deeply committed. And it's a beautiful thing to, for them to know as well that in this other, these other realms, be it digital, be it other places in the country, 
there is a great awakening happening in the love of Jesus. We just need to continue to pray for that because that's truly the direction our, will, our country will reset itself. This other stuff, politics, voting, yeah, whatever. I mean, vote, but don't expect big change because the big change is the moral shift of this nation. We have to get back on the rock of faith, not on the foundations of sand. In other news today, which shouldn't surprise anybody, we continue to get more reports of sudden deaths. A mother died suddenly in her sleep in front of her kids while on a flight from Hong Kong to UK. Hmm, I wonder if she was vaccinated. And, and Patriots, I don't say that flippantly. We know the answer. We know the answer. It's not even a mystery anymore. You know, and, and then you have, you know, like Biden is sniffing women's hair in an event and nobody says anything. The biggest problem we have right now is people are not saying anything. It's like, well, it's the president. He's sniffing my hair. Yes, the president, smack him. He doesn't sniff people's hair. And if you're one of those elites that seems to enjoy that, well, there's a nice place in the lake of fire for you. 60% of voters now are concerned with cheating in the midterm elections. That's a good number. Remember what I told you, an insurgency needs 10% of the population to be effective. And they had 10% when they pulled the insurgency off in 2020 and, and to get the elections won. A counterinsurgency needs 70% of the population to be in the right headspace to be able to take it back. So if you're one of those, especially if you're a deeply entrenched Q follower that's believing that the white hats are going to come save you and you won't have to do anything but sit back and eat popcorn, like some of that foolishness, um, nonetheless, it's going to take 70% of the population's sentiment shift to be able to take this nation back. Very critical to understand and to appreciate because it's that is a long haul, especially when we still have virtual signaling Ukrainian flag wavers. Ugh, I'll tell you. You know, I had a great conversation last night with a person that was one of my business mentors, and he is also a, was a former sergeant major for Delta. Now, so be clear, that's not Delta Airlines. That would be Special Operations Group Delta. And, um, amazing person. I'm going to see if I can get him on the show one of these days. He's just a, a very good friend, very reasoned mind, and uh, has been a close friend of mine in some difficult times as well. And, you know, he was talking as well. I mean, this is a person who's been in a lot of activity around the world, and he's, he's talking about how his neighbors are flying Ukraine flags, and we're kind of shaking his head like, come on, people. Like, let's wake up. You're getting played. The media is, has got into people's brains deeply and they're hiding the truth so badly. And so you're going to continue to see these events crop up to keep people distracted. I mean, here's another one. Police investigate a 12-year-old girl's death after she suddenly collapses while running. We know what that is. And God has given us eyes to see here, to see clearly. And we see it and we know what it is. But those around don't want to, don't want to see it. I mean, there's literally an event that happened in, I believe it was in L.A., and the guys were interviewing people going by, and it was a huge Trump rally. And the woman comes by and she says, oh, they're just idiots. They're just idiots, Ill illiterate, uneducated idiots. And the guy says, well, can I ask you a couple questions? And she goes, yes, but I'm busy. She he goes, have you had the vax? She goes, yes, and I'm on my way to go get a COVID test. <laughs> I, I can't make that up. This is the world we now live in. A world where 
you've had the injection, you're going to, and she was wearing a mask too. She's had the injection, she's wearing a mask, and she's going to get a COVID test. If you're one of those and you're listening to this, we'll pray for you. But you're lost in the matrix. And the one thing about this is while we can pray for you, that's not going to solve your problem. You've got to be willing to see the truth, and you have to be willing to seek the truth. And ultimately, you have to be willing to seek Jesus on your path. Whether you like that or not, that hope that if, if that triggers you, then what can I say? We were That's part of our mission, get you all triggered and excited about the truth. That's the way it goes. Patriots, I'll see you this evening. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price. Bear any burden meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, Ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.